Right, Curtis, good afternoon. Hi, how are you doing? You OK? Yeah, fine, thank you. I think if we'd have had this conversation last week, we'd have talked about the positives of Preston, then came Blackpool and a 3-1 defeat. Can we just start with some perspective about Saturday and, and the loss at Bloomfield Road? Um, I, I think it's a really disappointing result for us. Um, I think it was a game that we, we, we looked at and you're still in, you know, every championship game you're in, people are saying this team are doing well and that team are doing well. And I think it was a game we, we were expecting uh, to get something from. And uh, again, the Achilles heel of conceding goals and the frustration of a couple of the goals coming from stuff that we've really, really worked on, uh, which is very, very frustrating. You, you sense that with Nigel after the game. Um, but you know we've had our debrief this morning. We've looked at it yesterday. We've got our clips. We've done as we've always done, and we persevere and we keep working with it. And we get ready for Reading. Football is always going to be a team game. But how, how much about the goals conceded on Saturday was down to individuals? Well, I don't think I've spoke to you before about it, and I'm a, a little bit of a stat sometimes. You know that it's always five different you know mistakes that lead to a goal. Um, the build-up and play, the cross could have been stopped and, and the marking. But, you know, two of the goals are definitely individual. Not sorry, individual. I think you're given a job, we work on it. Um, we can't replicate a game day. We can't replicate the match day because we haven't got 18,000 people or we haven't got 15,000 or 12,000 people. What we do is we, we study, you know, 50 set pieces or we study every player, we know what their strengths and their weaknesses are, when they have it and they're dribbling with it, where they want to go. And then we show that and we work on it, and uh, like we do on set pieces, and I thought two of the goals, we, we could have uh, done a lot better, in fact, the three goals. And, and that was the disappointing and the frustrating part of it. But, you know, we cannot just wallow in self-pity and, and think that you know the world has ended we have to go and we've got to get ready again because the championship is, in, is, is an unbelievably tough league and it's you know it's Saturday it's Wednesday it's Sunday and every game is winnable and every game is losable and there's all about balance as well um, there's no doubt you're playing more attacking football this season you're creating more chances I think Sheffield United was the last time you failed to score in a match on the flip side you haven't managed I think it's nine games where you've conceded two or more goals do you sometimes have to try and maybe sacrifice the attacking play to tighten up the defence or can you find the right balance I think there has to be a right balance I, I, I think at the end of the day we need to be a threat and I think we are a real threat in the games but what happens when we're not a threat <laughs> You know, they can't be, and we can't have to want to score three goals every game uh, to go and win it. So we have to have that, that kind of solidity and that little backbone of steel. Um, the goals, uh, you know, over the last few weeks, and we, we'll talk to you and we go through them, guys. We, you know, we're not, it, we know it's an elephant in the room, and we're not afraid to talk about it because it's sat there. That's what's happened, and we have to work on that, and we are working on it. There's no doubt, you know, as a coach, you know, you're disappointed when you concede goals and you're disappointed if they're coming from things that you've, you know, you've preordained and you've said this is what they do. Um, so, yes, we are playing attacking football. We have to be more organised when we're attacking. And a lot of that comes down to communication, uh, strength uh, and a real determination. And I think that that's what we have to keep working on. We have to keep working on it. And, um, and it's something that we are. In terms of team news, you've been working pretty much with the same squad for a few weeks now. Is that the same again for, for Wednesday? Yes, yes, it will be. Um, you know, Ben Smith missed Saturday. Um, he, he had had COVID, so we, uh, he had a five-day 
kind of isolation that he had to go through. So that's good. He's back in this morning and that's great. And other than that, you know, Matty James is, is, is coming, but that's a real kind of every two days, every day, checking, see how it is because of the injury that he has. And, and, and as Nigel has said, uh, Andy had an operation last week and, uh, you know, Kingy, and um, he's going to be out for a while. And the goals conceded on Saturday, I don't think Max could have done pretty much anything about any of them. I think Dan Bentley, he, he's a leader, isn't he? He's a captain. Is that something that you consider when picking maybe a goalkeeper for the week ahead? I think, you know, that, you know, that'll go down to Nigel, I think. I don't think Max had much of a chance. I don't think there's a lot of, a lot of the goals that have come in. You can see what Max's strengths have been and they've come in. And yes, we've conceded goal, but I think that's a team. I think it's a team effort. I think we spoke to the guys about every attack has to start somewhere. And it starts at the back. And when we defend, it starts from the front. So, if you know what I mean, if people always think it's just the defence that they have to defend on a Saturday, it's not. It's the 11 players. And it's the 11 players that have to go and attack and, and, and play into that. So, it's great to have Benz back in. It's, a, it's another decision for, for Nigel to make. I think Max has done really well for a young guy playing regularly in the Championship. And then, and I think, you know, Nigel's not afraid to make any decisions. So, it's how he's feeling. And that was the case on Saturday. Callum went off at half-time. I mean, can we just have some perspective for Callum? Because he's playing left wing back. I guess he's still developing into the role, isn't he? He's only played it the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah. But, he's, you know, he's, he's an experienced player. And I think the, the position has suited him. I think he's put him real front foot. And as I said to you, I think that it's a tough league. And I think it wasn't working on, on Saturday. And we needed to change it. Something needed to change. We were lucky enough to get Joe and have Joe available to come on and uh, we, we, we thought we could mix the team around that. It's no slant on, on, on Callum at all, really it's, it's just about us going to try and win the game because at half time we're two goals down and as I said to you before, I'm the eternal optimist, I'm still thinking we're in this game at 2-0 and we go out half time, we make a change and we start well and then we can see the game quickly from a, you know, a very, very poor goal again. And the manager said when players get an opportunity, they need to take that chance. Did, did Naki Wells take his opportunity by getting on the score sheet on Saturday? Was that a positive? Yeah, we're a real positive. If, if you look at everything and everyone's talking now, you as press and media and fans are all talking about the attacking threat that we have. And he's been unlucky because they've been a real threat, the three of them, up there. So he's been waiting for his chance. He's trained well, Naki, and I think everyone was thinking he was going to go here and then go there in January. And he stuck to his training and he's done his stuff and he got a chance to come on and, and get us a goal. So we know what Naki offers us. Um, the best thing for us is that he's been happy. He's come out, he said, OK, I'm here now. You know, maybe clubs were in from... Uh, I probably wasn't on, the, I wasn't on that, uh, those calls. But at the end of the day, he has to knuckle down and, and, and play. And he did. He didn't come on and sulk. He made an impact. That's what you want from your substitutes. And for him, there's nothing better than scoring. And Reading are going to be dangerous, aren't they? I don't think they've won in eight league games, knocked out of the FA Cup by Kidderminster, but they're fighting for their lives and they won't give you an inch, I don't imagine, on Wednesday. No doubt. That's every championship, you know, that's what I said. It's unbelievable. I think people don't appreciate the intensity of the championship. I think Pep Guardiola has just come out and said, if you're top of the championship, you're a good side. He said, when you were speaking about Fulham, because you said it's such a tough league, you know, week in, week out. Reading, when you look at the, 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 the last game they played against Queen's Park Rangers, they were in it only for the goals. They played some real good stuff. They got good, some good footballers, you got good quality, but they conceded goals. So we know it's going to be a tough one, and we have to be at it. Um, every game for us is a must-win game. Every game that we play because every league if we can win three games in a week three must wins then you don't know where you're going to end up 
So I think it's a big game. It's going to be really, really tough as it is. But we have to, we have to be ready. We have to be up for it. You know, the lads. We've we've had our debrief today. We were quite frank in in in, in an open forum about talking about different things, and then we get our heads on now, ready for Reading. I'm looking really looking forward to it. Always good to talk to you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hello, Curtis. Hi, Richard. Hi. Just going back to the, the Matty James, is there kind of a time frame in mind to, to get him back into the squad? No, or is, is it really a day-by-day thing? Yes, it is, Richard. It's quite a difficult one. We've got to be careful when we played with, with, with this. It's right at the sole of his foot, you know, so it's like literally every bit of weight goes through that. There's nothing you can do, you know, so we're, we're hating him. Uh, Dave, they've got a special... Uh, tent thing I don't know it's probably a bit too scientific for me that can help them but um, that that they've got to help them push on and you know Jamer from the way he's played and him scoring that, that wonderful goal when he couldn't walk against Hull that he's desperate to get back he's desperate to play in the team and we're desperate to have him back but we can't rush him because we don't mm-hmm. want to come him back play for 20 minutes and then lose him again for 6 weeks We'd rather just give him that little bit more time and then when he gets back in, he's a huge player for us. We know that and you know that. So we're looking forward to getting him back in. Is, is he taking part in any sort of training whatsoever at the moment? No, or? no not with us. He's doing some stuff with the gym. Uh, OK. The gym uh, I just wanted to ask you on Robbie Cundy and his absence at, at the weekend. Was there any reason for that? Yeah, yeah, it was just a little bit tight. He, his back had tightened up and his hamstring was a little bit tight and we just had a, a worry because of his, his injury history that you know you don't want to be thrown in the thing is when you're on the bench um, you know people think you put subs on and they come on for 15 minutes and you can only play 8 minutes or you can only play that you know when we have a substitute on the bench we want someone that can that can come on so if something had to happen you might have had to throw him on to a, a championship game after 2 minutes and he's just felt that you know he's been in with us today training so you know hopefully he's, uh, he, he, there's no uh, ill effects from that and uh, just going back to Saturday, was the most frustrating thing for you and the team was the kind of lack of consistency there from the build-up from the from the Preston performance and from the weeks prior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, we we can't lie, can we? You know, I've said to you before. I think it's consistency of performance will give you consistency in results if you keep at it and you really believe in it. And I think that's what shocked us the most, probably because we're in a good place mentally. Mm-hmm. We're in a good place, you know. We. We feel like we're a threat. We're playing some really good football. We're working very hard. But it's those fine details and those things that are letting us down and shooting us in the foot. And at the end of the day, as an individual or a team, you've got to help your teammate or you've got to concentrate. So I think that was a frustration that there was too many players on the day that didn't think played as consistently as they had the two previous weeks. And I think yeah, I've been lucky enough to win a couple of promotions with a lot of with a, as a player. <laughs> you know, when we played, you couldn't have a lot of teams that around that. They're all kind of six sevens every week, <laughs> sevens every week. We don't want a nine and a two. Sure. We don't want a nine and a two or a three. You know, we want a consistent level of performance. Well, that's what Pearson alluded to after the game on Saturday, that there wasn't enough 7 out of 10 performances in there. Does it kind of get the feeling that if one player or two players are off their game, then it's having a, a, a bigger impact on the team performance in general? Well, I think it, it will for any team, Richard. I think it's about the individuals. Why are we not 7s every week? You know, why aren't we? Why aren't we? You know, we're, we're, we're young players. There's no doubt they'll plateau. There's no doubt they'll make mistakes or they, they get into the game. It's a different game than Preston the Blackpool game it was torrential rain it was windy it was probably not one of them where you could take the ball down I think 
you know, they're a ball playing team with the goalkeeper that only rolled her out in transition. Every goal kick they hit Medine and they played from that. So they played the, the, the conditions probably a little bit better than us. So I think that, yes, there's no doubt if there's a couple of players not at it, it has an effect on your team. Every team it does. But the big thing is that why and how, because you have to adapt in the championship. You can go from Fulham, you can go to Peterborough, you can go, you know, you can go, you know, and you, you have to adapt. We can talk about shape the way you're going to play, what you're going to do, but we don't know what the opposition's worked on for the last two days. So when the game starts, then you have to be ready. You have to be ready to adapt, see where the spaces are. And I didn't think we did that quick enough on Saturday. Uh, I think you re referenced it in one of Richard's questions as well, that you've been putting a lot of work in um, to try and prevent the set pieces from going in. Mm. Is that something you've been putting more hours into the training grounds more recently? Yeah, I think it's something that we've been working on that that we had worked on. I think it's brilliant when you look at the stats. You know, you look at the Cardiff game and we had 13 first contacts out of 15. Now, you would say that's unbelievable. Wouldn't you? you think, wow, that's unbelievable. But that's only one day. That's only sure. one game. That's it. You have to have that consistency of doing it. There's no doubt that we're working and we're really fine detailing. We're, we're grabbing some individuals about, you know, blocking positions and how we defend. We, we defend zonal with markers. You know, we've we've looked at everything, Richard, and and the best thing about it is that you know we we want to more than anybody to not concede from set pieces. You know, we want to go in the games. That's what we want to do. Um, so you know, if I need to stay here till nine o'clock tonight, doing it, I've got no problem. That's grand. At least we can go and we go. Do you know what I mean? But sometimes it's the decisions on the day. Has there been a kind of a temptation to have a bit of a change of formation to try and prevent the crosses from coming in from wide positions? Yeah, we've looked at everything. We've looked at what, what shape helps us most attacking-wise. You know, what shape would help. You know, if you, you go a goal up, you go two goals, you know, up. You know, do you lock up shop? Do you go into shape? So we've talked about a lot of it. Sometimes I think it's the personnel and sometimes I think it's the personnel who are happy in the positions that you want to go back. If you've got the guy, we don't want Danny, you know, square pegs and round holes as much as we have Jay De Silva's done brilliant for us at right wing back he had to come in he's done very very well um, but I think he's a different kettle of fish because I think he's so technically gifted he's just a good footballer and um, that he can play that position but you don't want too many players playing opposition thanks guys no problem hi Becky hi Apologies, Kirsty. Yeah, I, I, I haven't worked out how to change that. But um, just a couple of questions because um, yes. the two Richards have done such a, a great job there. Um, I just wondered, it's probably a bit simplistic, but a lot of the fans ask with yourself being a, a former defender and Nigel being a former centre back, yeah. just how much is that frustration on the defensive side and on set pieces is it a bit more you guys must be tearing your hair out at times i would have would have thought yeah if i had any hair well you know this is probably you know definitely be coming out there um but i just think it's it's it's, it's a big it's a big bugbear for us i think more first and foremost you probably Greg, you probably think it's it's because you're a defender not it's because it's your coach you're a coach and, uh, and you want to do the job, you know, the best of your ability, and we work on it, and we, we think about it, you know, we don't just turn up, um, and we give jobs, you know, people specific jobs, and then sometimes it's just, we've had to have a go, because sometimes, I've said it before, it's a sheer bloody-mindedness, to just say, you're not scoring today, 
you're not, you, you're not scoring today in this set piece. I don't care what happens. <laughs> hey, there's your man, but you're not scoring today. And if you do that and everyone else does it, then you go to great, but it's switch off. He made a move or this happened or that happened. You know, and, and then sometimes you're like, hold on a minute, just do, just do, defend, you know, do your job. That's what it is. We cannot tell you exactly what they're going to do. But what we do is we can show you 50 of the last set pieces. We can look at all the different movements that they make and the different personnel that can play. And then sometimes it's down to the individual. And that's the frustrating bit. Yeah, sure. And sort of coupled with that, I've seen Nigel say before about the team being a bit more streetwise at times. And obviously you've got some younger guys in the team. Just how much can you get them to sort of kind of scrap in those moments and uh, maybe do the dirty side of the game to an extent? Can you get that into them? Or is it a case of maybe it's just waiting for these guys to develop, get the experience and, and mature? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, Gregor, I think that you can't take, you know, hand no, you can't just start saying, you know, smash it over people's head and don't dribble and don't do that because you're taking away, you know, 90% of his game. But I do think that they need to to adapt to all the different games. I think if I, if you're going to try to affect a team, you know, you may say, well, we go against it, we'll do everything that they don't want to do. You know, so we'll make it a battle in there. We'll make it a battle. So we can't, after a minute, go, oh, it's going to be a battle, we're going to have to substitute. <laughs> you need to be in the battle. You, that's what it is, you have to be. So I think, it, again, it comes to the determination and it comes to the belief, I think, Gregor, which is a big thing. The belief that they can do the job. We've got good young players here who can do the job week in, week out in the championship. Yes, they need to get gain experience. You know, we talked, you know, Pringy was... Was, was gutted last week at Preston where he ran for the goal and maybe should have gone to the corner. Do you know what I mean? And, and then you know, I'll tell you what, I bet you if it happens on Wednesday, we all know where he's going, don't we? Because he'll just go, I'm just going that way, I don't care what happens, I'm going. So he's learned from a mistake. So I think it's a bit of both, uh, Gregor, but they're, but they're learning on the job. That's the biggest thing, they're learning on the job. They're not, you know, we're not doing 2v2 in the centre circle out there where they're two young midfielders. They're playing against experienced championship players who'll be, you know, dark arts or maybe little movements or sucking them in or, you know what I mean, pulling them into areas they haven't been. So it's a learning curve, but we, we can't use that as an excuse. You know, we're conceding some goals and it's not from lack of uh, experience. Just just finally, on one of those young guys who's around the fringes, um, I, I think there's a few injuries in the middle there. Uh, you mentioned him before, maybe Casey Palmer as well. Just wondered on um, Josh Hours. Um, I think he's been maybe the nineteenth man a couple of times. I think, yeah. I think he's from what I've seen of him, he's a bit of a gritty, sort of destructive central midfielder. But what have you made of him? What, uh, do you like what you see from him? Yes, yeah, and that's why we've kept him with us, uh, Gregory. He's come in and he's shown that he's not out of place. In, uh, I spoke to him in Bailey, in fact, and you know, and I've told him they're training with us and they're on the bench and they're in the squad because they deserve to be. You know, we don't bring nice lads on trips. We bring footballers that can do a job. So, so when we look at them, we say, you're in and you have a chance because this manager will give you a go. This manager, you keep training. So we, what we've kind of said is, you know, don't, uh, don't respect too, too many people when you come into the sessions. Just go and do what you do. If you're gritty, you have to be gritty. And Gritty maybe being, being physical and putting your foot in. He gives a good balance because he's left-footed. And, and I think, again, like him, how well do we think or know he's going to do? We're not sure. 
just yet because you've got to put him in. Some people, you know, grow differently into the team, but the one thing he has is he's got great energy. He'll put his foot in. He's a, you know, he's a, he's a good lad, doesn't shirk anything, which the fans love, don't they? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So he's definitely given us something. And again, he's not too far away, especially with our, you know, the few injuries that we have. Great stuff. Cheers. Good luck for Wednesday. Thank you very much, guys.